Blog Talk Radio. magazine for the urban music industry, but we're a national platform that provides real opportunities, real exposure, and real industry connections. Just log on to makingitmag.com. Sign up for your membership and start submitting music to get booked on major shows, magazine features, radio interviews, sponsorships, and more great opportunities. That's makingitmag.com. Doing dope stuff for dope artists. Ten years strong. K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. What up? What's happening, y'all? K100, you bad one. you bad one. Ah, welcome everybody to the show. What's going on? Uh, this is K100 Radio's uh, Points of View show over here. Uh, this is what we give an uh, independent artist a free shot to get an added time. Well, I mean, nah, this is not uh, in the kill. This is, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so used to doing in the kill. This is our talk segment, Points of View. Oh, we're going to let you guys uh, chop it up about uh, any particular subject that you guys necessarily want to talk about on K100 Radio uh, tonight. Uh, points of view is something that we uh, started way back in the day doing with K100 Radio, like before we even... Oh, hold on a second. Let me go live on Instagram. I'm tripping. <laughs> My bad. I thought the Instagram live was... Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry about that. Welcome to Instagram live. I, I thought I hit the, the go live button. Anyway, uh, this is our talk segment on K100 Radio where we do the... Um, what we do, uh, uh, our, our, our different topics, different subjects. Um, I open up the phone lines. I let people call in. I let people give their opinion about uh, whatever it is they want to talk about on, uh, as, as far as, you know, giving their uh, feedback and giving, um, you know, their two cents about what we're going to be discussing. Now, for tonight, on this subject uh, that we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about the quarantine and everything that's going on as far as uh, just basically how are you handling it. That's, that's, that's my main question. Like, how are you actually handling this whole quarantine thing? And um, for me, I know that personally, it hasn't been that much of a big change in my daily life, honestly. Um, my routine is kind of sort of the same during the week, but it hits me the most on the weekend. Like, on the weekends, I'm clamoring for some stuff to do, and normally on the weekends, I'm running. I'm not really home as much on the weekends. I do a lot of running on the weekends, uh, but this past couple of weekends, yo, man, it's just been... I, I don't have anything to do And I do have stuff to do at home To keep me occupied But After you take care of things around the house After you after I work on everything I have to work on With K100 Radio 
after I've chopped it up and kicked it with the kids for a little bit, chopped it up with wife, you know, it's still hours left in the day. And I don't have anything. I don't, I can't go anywhere. I can't go to my normal hangout spots, even if it's just other people's houses and, and friends to hang out with. So it doesn't really hit me until the weekend. But I want to know how the quarantine is basically affecting you guys. All right. So if you want to holler at us, you can uh, call the, uh, the studio number 347-934-0966. 347-934-0966. And that's basically what I want to talk about. Uh, for this particular segment, it's really important uh, that you guys hit the uh, the phone line because I want other people to hear what you have to say about this whole situation. So the phone line is imperative, all right? So it's scrolling across the screen. I'm going to pin it up over here on the uh, Instagram Live in a second, all right? Um, if you're on this um, live feed, I'm going I'm to post up the uh, phone number at the top real quick on Instagram Live so you can dial in, all right, so you'll know what number to call in at. And just let me know. Um, Hold on, I'll put it up here. Uh, 0966. I'm going to pin this number, all right? Uh, up to the uh, Instagram live feed. All right, that's the number right there. Pin in the comment. All right, 347 934 0966. All right, that's the number to call in. So just hit the phone line up and let me know how you're dealing with everything with the quarantine. And for this particular segment, like I said, it's kind of different from our Illa Kill segment where we rely heavily on what you guys are saying in the social media feed. For this particular segment, I want you guys to actually hit the phone lines and let me know what you guys think. All right. Uh, I see Brandy. Uh, Brandy from uh, Executive Studios over down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, she says that uh, they're still working, uh, but it's been uh, crazy trying to micromanage, you know, with all the rules. Listen, I can tell you guys this right here. All right. And again, number 347-934-0966. Uh, this is the talk segment, so I definitely want you guys to hit that phone line. All right. Uh, seven six five. I'm gonna come to your line right now. But my basic question for this particular uh, points of view segment uh, is about the quarantine. First of all, I want to know like how do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's necessary? Do you feel like we should still be under quarantine? There are a lot of people right now kind of going stir crazy, and this is getting to the point where you've got people just real brazenly saying after quarantine, people throwing block parties, churches this past Easter was like, I don't care. It's Easter. We're going to church. But how do you feel about the quarantine and how is it affecting you mentally? So far, mentally, I think I'm okay. But uh, I'm seeing some of my friends on social media. I don't think all of them okay. Let me go to the phone lines real quick. Area code, uh, area code 765. Hold on a second. Yeah, area code 765-462. Uh, uh, you're on K1 Radio. What's up? Who's this? Hey, this is Shelly. How you doing, Shelly? Um, I want to know right. real quick, right. how, how is this quarantine affecting you? First of all, where is 765? Where are you calling from? Indiana. Indi- Whoa, Indiana, in the middle of the country. What's going on? How, how is this quarantine affecting you, Shelly? What's going on? Yeah, well, yeah, Indiana's the sticks, so there's nothing to do here, you know. And the quarantine, like, like I have good days, and, and then I have, like, really down, depressed days to where I just lay around and do absolutely nothing. And, um, yeah, it sucks because we can't go to work. Um, they put stipulations on us to where we can't, you know, go go get a fountain pop or anything like that. So, right. I mean, we're kind of stuck in our house and being depressed and alone with our thoughts. And, you know. <laughs> so, now, I, I, and I noticed that, and, and this, is, this is a serious question, Shelly, because I've shared personally on K100Radio.com. 
Lots of articles about the mental side of this isolation that we're going to. And unfortunately, we also recently shared, unfortunately, a story where a young woman basically literally killed herself because she couldn't. And I'm pretty sure that that's not the only case. Maybe just this particular one caught up a little steam, ended up hitting the major news circuit. So we saw it. You, you said that you're depressed. Are you, are, are you really like, do you feel really mentally like clinically depressed because of this, um, because of this quarantine? Well, it, it's just, um, it just drains your energy and it just drains your mental state. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to kill myself or anything crazy like that. But um, I, I have really bad anxiety and panic attacks and I have to keep moving. So I'm a server. You know, okay. and, and that's why I'm a server because, and I, and I do taxes and stuff too, but I'm a server and been a server since I was 16 years old because of my anxiety and it controls my anxiety and panic attacks. So I can't go to work now as a server. Hmm. So it's just my anxiety and panic disorder is just off the chain. And it's just like, you know, what am I supposed to do? You know, I, um, I definitely yeah. understand that. You're kind of getting you, and you're kind of getting hit from like like I when I started this when I started this segment I said my life hasn't really changed much and I want to I want to point out that my life hasn't really changed much on a financial basis I was I'm fortunate enough to be able to where my my income hasn't really been affected by the by the quarantine right so that part hasn't hit me yet I, it, it may I'm not a rich person I'm I'm okay but I'm not rich. So it could, it could definitely affect me if something dramatic happens, but you're kind of going through it twofold where I'm kind of feeling, you know, a little anxious because I couldn't do anything this weekend. And it kind of sort of really started hitting me for this first weekend, but you're going through the financial strings of it. Can you talk about that? Like that kind of adjustment, like going just from, you know, your serving is a, is a way of life for you. And that's, that's how you make money. How, how about the financial side of that? Like how is it really affecting you and everyone in your family from the, from a financial standpoint? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I got denied unemployment twice during this whole thing. I still can't get unemployment because servers don't make that much money, and I didn't make enough money last year to draw my unemployment. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you're throwing me off because – no, no, no. I'm serious, and I'm, 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 I'm dead ass for real serious. You're saying that – wait a minute. Because I don't I, – I've never been a server. I know you guys don't really make minimum wage, but you do get paid by tips. So you saying that you got denied unemployment because you didn't make enough money, but are, is that including tips? Like, how are you reporting your, your wages? I don't understand how you can not get unemployment as a server because you didn't make enough money. Well, they said I didn't make enough money last year because they do it by quarterly here in Indiana. I'm not sure how they do it there, but uh-huh. I didn't make enough money last year because I wasn't at Montgomery Steakhouse last year. I was at a little place called Lakeview, and they shut down. So I was unemployed for like a month. Well, okay. then I didn't make enough money in that quarter. But I don't uh. know why they're basing it on last year because my job is affected by the coronavirus. I wasn't fired. I wasn't laid off. I mean, I was laid off because of the coronavirus. But, you know, I mean, how? why don't they base it on now? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah you know, now, unfortunately, I do know that it does go by you. They do compute your income. I've 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 had to do unemployment like once in my in my life I did it years ago, and um I do remember that it w- it went by because cause at the time what made me upset was I was actually making more than what they were showing, and so they gave me like like half of what I they based it on something that was like that happened the year before, 
And at that particular time, when I actually lost that job, they didn't base it on when I got I lost that one job. But I was kind of perturbed about that. So I understand the quarterly and how they going by what you made based on last year when you worked. But so 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 what about stimulus? Did you get a stimulus payment? I see people are getting stimulus payments. Did, did that help you out? Did that come for you this yesterday this week? No, haven't got it yet. I oh, mean, geez. it's just like yeah, and it's just like you know what the heck are people supposed to do? I mean, I, I'm okay at the moment. You know, we have food. I spent my bill money, went and bought $350 worth of food, you know, like two weeks ago. So we're good. But I worry about other people, you know, that that didn't have bill money put up, you know, right. that don't have anything coming in. And, you know, I just, uh, I don't know what people are going to do because, yes. yeah. the, you know, like the food banks and things like that for them, how are they supposed to get there? And then they got to, you know, deal with all that, and sometimes they're not accepted at the food banks here. So that is tough. Indiana I, sounds. Like a, Indiana sounds like a. You know, it's, it's it's a it's a. Every state is different, but I think I haven't seen hardly any states. And I don't I don't I'm not studying all 50 states, but just looking at I'm only looking at news stories that I can that I've seen. So if I say something wrong, yo, please let me know. Call in three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Again, three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. We're on the phone with uh Shelly. She's from Indiana. Shelly is a, is a server. Um, Shelly has not been able to get unemployment. Um, she got put off work at her job because of the coronavirus. Um, she says she has anxiety. She is going through real life like anxiety and clinic, clinical depression uh, because of the quarantine. Because she's used to being out on the go. She chose to be a server, like she said, because um you know it helps her with anxiety to interact with people and, and keep moving. Um, and all that shut down. So this is just one example. And I'm glad that you called, Shelly. I appreciate your call. I'm not. You don't have to hang up, but I'm. I'm, a, I'm just gonna pause you right now, real quick. All right. But if you wanna okay. hang around, I'll come back to your phone lines. All right. But um, that's 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 exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it's gonna hit everybody different. It's gonna hit everybody different. Three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That's the number to call into the show. All right, Twink. What's going on? Um. I, Brandy, I'd love for you to call in, Brandy, uh, from Executive Studios so you can talk about how it affects uh, people in the industry. Um, because I have friends who, you know, they're full-time music industry or film industry people, and it's, it's not like, it's not to talk down on what your profession is or whatever, but it doesn't really matter if you're a freelancer or if you're like a server there's all these different ways that you get paid when you don't have that like steady income, when you don't like kind of file taxes, clockwork, when you don't make money within the system that they built out, when you're kind of on the outside and you're doing your own thing. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. You like, like I said, maybe you're a freelancer. When something like this happens, it's like, okay, well, it went down. Well, we've got this system set up to say, well, I made this money, this, this amount of money last year. Listen, that's what, that's what I don't understand about even with the stimulus payment and all that kind of stuff. It's going to affect everybody differently. The quarantine is going to affect you differently, all right, based, as far as money-wise, depending on how you get money. Um, I've seen people who I guess you would call – I don't even want to – I don't even – I don't know if you call it, consider hairstylists, cosmetologists, people who do hair, like freelancers. I don't know if you put them in the same boat because if they're working at a salon or something like that, they got like a – it's not a paycheck, but it is a cash business per se, but – People like that who are still kind of sort of slick working because they're able to go to people's houses, even though 
they're telling you not to do that, they actually have the. the, uh, the I've I've seen people be threatened with their license being taken if they're caught doing hair or haircuts, mobily going on a go. We've seen that happen. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, uh, that's where I'm located at right now. So I'm in the state of Georgia. Um, I know people who have been able to get unemployment and who haven't. I know people. Who, I, I'm from Florida. So I've got family members in Florida who are giving me the nightmare scenario about the unemployment. Uh, they actually did work last year. They actually should get unemployment. They just lost their job, got put out of work for coronavirus. But they don't even they can't even get to the point of see, of being denied because they couldn't actually file because the website crashed. There's been all different kind of you know responses and and and, and all different kind of um, you know because everything is being handled state to state because we have basically literally no leadership at the federal level. Obviously, zero at this particular point. I'm going with negative five on a scale of leadership or on a scale of one to ten. I'm like a negative five at the federal national level of leadership that we currently have in place. So the states are all handling it, which is everybody's different. Everybody's rules for unemployment is different. And it's kind of making every, some people are okay. And some people are not no matter some people's infrastructure was prepared for some sort of calamity. Some people weren't. And so you're seeing it all go back and forth and everybody's kind of getting hit different ways. Uh, three, four, seven, nine, three, four, Oh, nine, six, six. That's the number down to the show. Hit the phone lines up. Uh, three four seven. I'm gonna pin the um number over there too. Kelby, Kelby Canick, what's going on, homie? I'd like to hear from you too. Uh, Kelby, hit that phone line. I'm gonna I'm pin the number over here on the uh on the Facebook page too. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna see if I can pin that. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. How, I don't even know how to pin the comment, girl. <laughs> Maybe I, I think I was supposed to uh, actually do that when it, when it first started. I still haven't figured out how to pin a comment on the Facebook Live. It's crazy, ain't it? Um, Kelby, go, Kelby, if you can, hit the phone line, and I want to uh, get your take on this whole quarantine thing. But for me, like I said, I'm not – I'm not my, – my weekly routine, I promise y'all, I, I feel like ain't nothing changed from Monday through Friday. Ain't nothing changed because fortunately for myself – for my family, I'm still been, I'm still, I'm still working. I'm still able to. K1's radio still keeps me crazy busy during the week running this business too. So during the week, I feel like nothing's changed. But for the first time this week, this was the weekend. Even all the way, even even the two weekends before that, I still had so much stuff that I was doing, trying to catch up on work that I couldn't ever catch up on when, until the quarantine hit. But this weekend, it finally hit me to where I had hours of time that I just didn't have shit to do and that's when it kind of slapped me in the face like this is a real deal quarantine ain't nobody out ain't nobody doing nothing there was nowhere for me to go and that's what this past weekend i got a little stir crazy i'm not gonna lie uh let me go to the phone lines real quick uh area code uh 727-455 what's up who's this this is brandy wood executive studios oh brandy what's going on glad you had a chance to call in thank you i'm still trying to Figure out how to pin that number to the top of the Facebook Live. I don't know if I can do it yet. You know, how to, anybody know how to pin the number to the top of a Facebook Live? Let me know. Anyway, I did it easily on Instagram. But uh, Brandy, so listen. First of all, the quarantine. How are you holding up as far as the quarantine itself? I know. I want you to talk about how it's kind of affecting you guys' business down there. Obviously, when you have a business like oh, yeah. uh, the studio or something. But how are you just mentally dealing with the fact that 
really technically you're not supposed to be going anywhere, even though you're in Florida, and Florida right now has several instances of them not giving a shit and not even listening to the quarantine. Oh, it's, but, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, right now with, like, all the, the clubs and everything being closed down, I mean, the studios are really the only thing that's still left open. And our clients will want to be able to come out, but most of them that have regular jobs aren't able to be able to come out because they don't have the money to be able to spend on the studio time. So it's making it a lot harder for them. I mean, as far as for us, like, we're actually holding up pretty good. Um, James is actually not working at the studio as often right now. We're actually transitioning him into working from home and doing more mixes. But, um, yeah, I mean, our our guys are still there working. Um, We're still up and running. We stay home as often as we possibly can because we don't want to contribute to the problem. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 hard right now. It's hard for everybody right now. Yeah, you know, I, I so here's the here's the thing. Here's 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 what I got to ask you as somebody that owns a recording studio. Are, are, how do you feel about someone that's like trying to eat, trying to like book a session like right now? Like somebody hits you up. Are you feeling like, yo? I, I, do you get a vibe like? Do you even care about your life or my life? Like, like, are you caring? Oh, no, like, even absolutely. If, like, how no, do you feel absolutely. when somebody up right now to book a session in the middle of all this? And you like, so you basically want to come in here and, and be right in our space right now. Like, are, are you turning down business or how are you guys handling that? Oh yeah, no, actually we've uh, we've stopped taking a lot of new clients. Uh, lucky for us, we actually have a regular client base that we work with, so we know these guys pretty regular. They're 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 regular clients of ours. Um, we have, we, I mean, we're, we're adhering to the CDC guidelines. Uh, we are limiting the amount of people that are allowed to be in each one of the sessions to be able to adhere to the guidelines for the social distancing. Um, we have limited uh, hours that we're operating right now to be able to keep with that as well. Uh, we have strenuous cleaning practices with a professional cleaning company that comes in three times a week to be able to take care of everything to make sure it's clean, sanitary, you know, that uh, everybody is, is being taken care of. Um, yeah, we have an ozone machine, too, which actually, like, kills pretty much everything in the air. So with the limited hours, we're able to run that at night to be able to keep our facility, like, super clean. So mm. it's, uh, we're, we're, we're more or less educating the clients that we do have come in to show them that we're being serious about it so we can kind of set an example of how serious this really is and how social distancing really is going to be able to help to minimize, hopefully, the casualties that we're seeing. But there are still a lot of people down here in Florida that are, you know, spring breakers, and they're not really seeing this as anything too serious. Like, even, even some of the other clients, they do get kind of upset with us because we're not letting them bring in 20 heads to be able to have their party overnight in the studio anymore. So, right. I mean, it, it's affected us a little bit yeah. in, that, in that fact, but it is what it I, is right now. We got to do what we, we got to do, do to be able to stay safe. So, so you, but the point is, like you just said at the end, you still actually have people trying to do that right now. Like you still have Absolutely. people trying to bring 20 people into a recording studio right now today. Yep. That is, that's just, I can't even, six, seven, eight, five, seven, there's, oh, I think there's it's nothing still, else. There's nothing else for them to do. Like, oh, like everything is closed. They I don't can't care. go pop bottles in VIP. I, no, I, I agree. That's why we, we turn them away. Uh, they're not. They're not allowed to be there. Right. If they're not at the studio, they're at a house party somewhere. That's James. He's sitting here with me right now too. Tell him I said what's happening, man. Uh, I hope I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing okay right now, man. Tell him I said what's up, man. Godspeed to you guys. I can't. That's just. That's just. That's just. To me. To me, that would be like a form of disrespect, honestly, at this particular point. Just if you were to try to. It is. Hit me up and do that right now. I feel like you kind of sort of. 
You can just you can you can not care about your life all you want to and your family members, but at this particular point, I think it's kind of sort of disrespectful if you just kind of sort of actually invite somebody to put themselves into a situation like that. Unless you're pretty clear that they don't give a shit either. You know what I'm saying? Like and and, yeah. and they've expressed yeah, that openly. They're all you know. young, man. They're young. They're Superman. They don't think uh, they, they, they don't think is, it, they don't uh, think it affects anybody else. I don't think this is like just a, a whole fake a conspiracy. Conspiracy, <laughs> a fake conspiracy theory. This is a fake virus because you know whatever people's trying to steal money from the government. I, like I, I really think that's what they truly honestly think. Okay. Uh, uh, listen. Uh, I, thank you guys. If you guys can hold on one second, because I think I got Kelby uh, Canick from uh, Making the Magazine on, and I want to bring him on because okay. he has some information. What? It, oh, real quick, what was the name of that machine you said you got that cleans your air overnight? What is that? It's Everybody should know about that. It's called, a, it's called an ozone machine. It has to be run when there's nobody in the facility at all. Um, it actually transforms the air into an O3 molecule, which pretty much cleans out any kind of bacteria, virus, um, anything that's in the air or anything that's in, like, a, a certain, like, square footage vicinity. So the one that we have actually cleans up to 4,000 square feet, but you can find them on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. It makes, it makes everything smell fresh and new. All right. I never heard of it till tonight. Uh, you guys definitely appreciate that uh, tidbit of information. Uh, hang on if you can. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. Uh, I think this is Kelby. Hold on a second. Uh, six seven eight five seven zero. Yo, this Kelby. Yeah, what's good? What's going on, man? My man Kelby from uh, Making It Magazine, man. Shout out to you, man. I haven't spoken to you, I think maybe one time since all of this stuff went down. I think I just called it, make sure you were okay. So I know you are. I know. I know you're gonna be Gucci. You know, you get it out the mud. But um, you said that you wanted. To, I wanted you to share some of the information because you posted over on the Facebook live feed um, that you know uh, indie contractors are eligible for the unemployment. Um, and you did a strategy session with an attorney that was breaking it down. So um, I'm glad that you're over here on the, on, on the show. I'm glad you had a chance to uh, tune in and, and call in for this uh, segment. Uh, once again, this is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop right. and R&B. Yeah. K100, you bad This is Points of View. This is our talk segment series that we've got. Uh, we've had it for a long time. We just had to reboot it and get everything back as far as our talks, uh, talks, talk show side of the, uh, of the grind. Uh, so I got Kelby Canick. Uh, he's the editor in chief of Making It Magazine, MakingItMag.com, uh, MakingItMagazine.com. Check it out. It's a really dope resource for independent artists and other creatives. Um, definitely want to check it out. I'll let him give you all the information. Uh, he's a really good friend of the broadcast and just a friend in general. So Kelby, uh, first before I, before you answer the questions about the attorney, how are you holding up, bro? Because you got young kids, fam. Like it's different for for moms and dads with young kids, right? I don't got young right. kids. So I understand, like, like I, I'm not even dealing with the, the, the you having a homeschool right now and being thrust into the whole homeschool environment and all that. My kids, one in college, the other one, the, well, two in college, and one of them is actually spending most of her time here eating up most of our food with my other young one that's actually in high school. <laughs> but he's old enough to get up, wake up, log on to uh, his uh classrooms uh live session and get his updates and get his homework i don't have to do he's get up and fix his own cereal he's okay but you've got young kids so break down this quarantine life for me first before we get into what you talked about with this attorney how you and kim holding up everything been been good like honestly it's like this is a vacay (laughs) like you know it'd be so much going on and like with the, the kids being home from like school like like really ain't been bad. Like 
Um, they do their digital learning. Like my my youngest is five. He's in pre K, and so um, so we got uh, the three the three young ones, and then my niece who's back home from college because she was at Georgia State too. So when they ended that uh, ended the school year, like she she's doing her digital learning still too. But like for the most part, just hop up every morning. Like the kids, they they with net they just set it so that they're only doing Monday through Thursday, and then they have Fridays off to do like other stuff. So uh, they get up, they do their work, and for the for the most part, like we just keep them busy. They got stuff to do, and we chilling, having family time, playing board games and playing a game together and just it's like for real been cool like like so um, it's like less distraction right 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 so you do you think it'll still be ah cool three weeks from now three weeks from now you're still gonna be like ah you feeling like after you played all the board games and you beat them in monopoly and you bought all the board walk four more times you know what I'm saying? Well, see, tell me, like, so, all right, so here's the thing. So I just registered, like, Caitlin, she's been doing, like, HTML. So we just, I just registered her domain. I just registered Kelby's domain. So now he's doing his WordPress. He engrossed in, in setting up his WordPress site right now. So just keeping okay. stuff, like, for them to do, like, that's going to keep them outside of their schoolwork and stuff that they're excited about and working on that, that keeps them doing stuff. Right. Well, I, I understand. So, like, that's we that's a good strategy, keeping them, keeping them, keeping them. I guess keeping them tied to the net because that's kind of all I like. That, that's got that's like our lifeline right now. I don't know what's gonna happen if the internet crashes. Now that's gonna that Bruh, for some reason that's that's what I, goes, <laughs> that's gonna be a problem. You know what Listen, I'm saying? That's like, the other night when it was storming, like I was like, man, like because it was like it was like some crazy thunder, and I looked out. And I didn't realize, like, I'm thinking, like, whoa, is the lights out? And I just forgot that they turned the lights out because the light was on in the room I was in. But I was just like, yo, if the lights went out, if the <laughs> internet was out? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a, a whole problem out here. All right. So, listen, yeah. uh, tell, me, tell me about this information that you had uh, with this attorney, if you don't mind sharing it. I know it was something exclusive for some of your members and stuff like that over at uh, Making the Mag, uh, makingthemag.com. But, listen, tell me, if you can, share with us. What did you learn? Because I, I saw that you put inside of the live feed about uh, how the contractors are eligible for unemployment. And we had Shell, uh, Shell, yeah. Shell, Shell. She's still on the line right now listening. And she's from Indiana. I, I don't know if you heard some of the struggles that she was having as a, as a server. She just can't even get unemployment. And, you know, she's kind of going through it right now. But what did you learn? Maybe some information that you can pass on to anybody that's listening to this points of view segment right now uh, that you learned from that attorney. So I'm paraphrasing. So some shit going to be fucked up. But in general, like, like the way that she was explaining it was that anybody, like even independent contractors, DJs, anybody who, you know, you, you normally get paid, uh, you don't, like, you don't work, um, where you don't get a paycheck. Like you can uh-huh. still, for the first time, you can file for unemployment and, and they're considering and they're approving people. Uh, and then, like, there, there have been, like, um, what they're doing, we talked about the PPP loans, like uh-huh. or like if you got a small business, and depending on how your business is structured, like if you like have a LLC or corporation and you're paying yourself instead of just doing a draw and you you're set up where you're paying yourself a, a um, payroll, then you can qualify for uh, a loan to get two and a half months worth of your payroll. So right, right, the, and that's forgivable. Um, to my understanding, it's forgivable. Um, it's like a hey, it's like 
I think it was like one percent uh, interest rate, and I can't remember okay. if it's two years term. Um, so it's like stupid low interest rate, but then it's a hundred percent forgivable to my understanding if the money is used for payroll for those for that period of time where it's not any portion that's used explicitly for payroll is mm-hmm. is, is forgivable to my understanding. Okay. So and I've heard, and, and she went into more detail. I I I've heard no, no, that so I just, she went into more detail. I just don't remember all of it. Okay, so let me ask you this: Was the attorney that you're talking about about talking about your the state of Georgia? I'm talking. I'm right now. I'm talking to Kelby Canick, uh the editor in chief over at Making the Magazine, and he had a uh, he had a, 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 a impromptu uh, strategy session for people who were uh, going through the quarantine. So was that for Georgia? Was that on a national level? Because yeah, like she's I said, we and she, she's in and Georgia. Said, yeah, like because we we had an in like because it was it was we we touched on you know. It was, for our members, so it was like we touched on a lot of entertainment industry stuff, and like uh-huh. that was just a segment that we covered because this is something that they're all dealing with. But uh, she's she's based here in Georgia, you know, Carol. Uh, she's like the okay. general counsel over at Street Execs and uh, right, right. the big okay. manager, yeah. Right. Okay. So like, right. and so we went over that. Okay. So and and, and uh, somebody that's reputable, I I don't know her personally, but I've heard of her and I've seen her. Um, you know, before I, I think I've actually shook her hand and met and spoke to her, but I never had a chance to actually speak to her. Uh, but I do know who I am aware of who you're talking about, and uh, so that's some that's probably going to be some uh sound advice that you get from her. All right, uh, 347 934 0966 that is the number to dial into the show. I got it pinned up there on the uh Facebook, and I'm so I'm just so used to getting to doing this show that I forgot instead of trying to pin it on the screen on Facebook, I actually have a screen set up with the numbers sitting right there on the screen. So I've already switched <laughs> over to that screen. <laughs> That's for me. Now, I got to remember, this ain't ill kill, right? This ain't something I was doing on the regular for the past couple of years. Points of view, I got I to gotta get back in my groove with doing this talk segment. But, yes, now the screen is showing you the phone number to call in, 347-934-0966. What I'm talking about today on this particular point of view uh, talk show segment is the quarantine. How is it affecting you mentally? We talked already to uh, Shelby, who lives in Indiana, who is struggling, having a hard time getting unemployment as a server because they're telling her she didn't work enough last year based on the way that she was working because she's working for one place. She went to, went to another place. And now they're saying because she had a, a, a gap of, of, of not working at that one restaurant in between, they're telling her that she can't get unemployment, even though she was working steadily, making good money. And then this happened. And, and now they're saying she, so she's, she's got some real issues, like those real life issues. We also talked to uh, 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 executive studios, the owners of that studio, uh, and, and they're still on the line. And we kind of got a little bit of game about how, what it's like to run a, a, a recording studio in the midst of all this. Some of the disrespect. Did you hear what she said, man? People are still trying to come over there and, and, and Kelby and have listening. Par- I don't know what they want to do. They just want to roll up and hang at the studio 20 deep in the middle of all this. Or, I don't know, fam. It's disinformation. I'll be honest. I don't think a lot of people take it as seriously as they need to just because it's a lot of it's, – it's like what we saw the first time Trump got elected, <laughs> like just the rampant disinformation that's online. And it's like at that mm-hmm. point it, it costs a, an election. At, at this point it's going to cost people their lives. It's yeah. just like like when when you look at the numbers now, the stats where how black people are disproportionately affected by this, um, oh, and then you look yeah. at 
the, you know, already successful, like, um, as far as if you look at, um, you know, diabetes and a lot of the things that are plaguing our community anyway, which make you more susceptible to catching it. And if you not necessarily catching it, but having complications, but then you pile on top of that, you know, your melanin going to protect you and just avoid the five G's on top of that. And it's like, (laughs) all right. I don't even want to get it. I, cause, cause the last segment, I wish you was on here for that last segment, cause I went in on that last one. Our first one, cause it was all it was it was it was all about all of that craziness right there, bro. Like the government conspiracy, the everything that everybody was just. I was just, I'm, and I and I and I and I'm still gonna touch on a little bit of that, Kelby. I hope you can hang out with me for a little bit, cause I got two things that I do want to address, as far as that goes, as far as the apathy that we are continuing to show, as a people, uh, as black people. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just. Really, really annoying me to no end. And you know how I am, bro. You know how I am about us. I love us to death. I'm all for us. But when we be with the BS. can stand us sometimes. Bro, bro. But when we with that bullshit, I will not pause to let us have it. And myself included. You know what I'm saying? Because I be with the BS sometimes too. But hold on, Kelby. Please don't hang up. Because I want to get your take on something I'm going to share. So if you can hang out, brother, I appreciate it. All right? All right. All right, thank you. Uh, three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. We got a couple more callers, and I got this. I got something I want to share with y'all that Kelby was just talking about that just killed me today. Did y'all hear about that? Did y'all, did y'all hear about that block party in Pensacola? And I'm a Florida boy, man. Miami already. I knew Miami was going Miami. I knew Florida was going Florida. I, I knew Florida was going Florida. I did. This how we get down to Florida. It, it, it is. It's just something. Sometimes, bro, we just like that. Y'all know me. I be I be I be slick. Don't give in. I be slick. Don't give in a damn. Ninety percent of the time, but <laughs> I still got like a little bit of sense. But I knew Florida was going Florida, and Miami was a, was a spring breaking it down there. All those kids got sick. Took it back to their people. Got more people sick. It was crazy. The governor's an idiot down there, obviously. Whatever. But they just after after it really sunk in. After we had the reports about how many black people were dying. Again, this past Sunday, just yesterday on Easter, there was a huge block party in the hood in Pensacola. And I got to talk about it. I got to address it. But anyway, let me go to the phone line. And I don't want to harp on us too bad because we got enough issues as, as people. But y'all know I can't let y'all slide with that bullshit y'all did yesterday. I'm going to talk about you in a minute. Area code 813-802. What's up? This is K100 Radio. Who's this? What up, Blizzard? Let's see Renee. See Renee. What's happening? Hey... Shout out to C. Renee. C. Renee. First of all, C. Renee is a really dope singer, independent artist, but she hit me with a really great idea. I haven't had a chance to, to do my part, but I got you, C. Renee. Just know that. But she hit me with a... I ain't going to tell it. I ain't going to say it on the air because somebody will, will steal your shit in a minute. But she got a really good idea. <laughs> well, you can tell them after it's out. <laughs> yeah, after it's out. She got a really good idea right. to still be able to be really creative and use this time people have to her advantage and she hit me up with it and I was like, ooh, that's a great idea. And she asked me to be a part of it, so I am, and I can't wait for the end results of actually when I input my little, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do my one-two on it. Hope it comes out dope, because I, I see your vision there. But see, Renee, listen, first of all, first question is, of course, how are you holding up in this quarantine? Are you getting stir-crazy yet? Are you ready to just, are you ready to say after quarantine and go out to the club and or go to a block party and hang out at a car party? What do you, where are you at with it right now? 
Let me know. So far, like, I'm just, I'll be honest with you, I'm way over it. I'm, like, so far over it. However, as far over it as you could be, that's where I am. I'm super over it. Um, so, like, in my day gig, I work from home. So being mm-hmm. an artist, my out time is spent after work at, in the studio, you know, doing right. gigs and stuff. So that's how right. I get out the house. So right. having all of my gigs canceled and not being able to go to the studio really um, has kind of, quite honestly, it really stifled my creativity for a minute because, um, you know, being out amongst people and stuff, that was that was my, that's how I break free. That's how I get loose a little bit, you know. So, right. you know, so now having to be at home all day at work and then having to be at home all night because, is some craziness going on outside my door is right. a little, you know, disheartening. So, like, now instead of going to shows and stuff, I find excuse to go to Publix, which, you know, is <laughs> crazy. More, and now you're getting bigger. You know and saying? Somebody, and, but the one thing I did do, I said I'm going to – I have a patio. So uh-huh. I have been – for the past week, I, I have been um, creating a – getaway oasis on my patio so I'm halfway there so at least you know I, I close myself off during the day and work but when I'm done I can like literally go out there and just look like I'm somewhere different so I'm re- I'm really excited about it you know that's a good idea I have a debt too but I'm not even I oh you know what I have I, because it's like okay here's my here here's where I'm at y'all I gotta tell y'all this and then I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm I'm say this See Renee gonna hold on. I'm gonna play this clip that got me super pissed off today, and then I'm gonna take some more calls. But I'm there with you. But here's the thing, see Renee. I feel like I, there's a side of me that says, okay, it's a quarantine, Blizzard. You don't want to go out and start blowing big jig. What's going on, homie? This is K100 Radio. We're live right now for our talk segment, Points of View. Our subject tonight is quarantine. Big Jig, if you can, call in, fam. Let me know. See that number that's pinned up there. Hit our phone line, fam. Big Jig, let me know so I can talk to you about what's going on with this quarantine. How you holding up, family? 347-934-0966. Call into the, um, call into the uh, show. We'll bring you on the air, homie. Listen, there's a part of me that keeps saying, don't go spend that money. I ain't gonna lie. The one thing that I can tell you that have benefited me in all of this quarantine is I've been saving money because like you just said, my time that I go out and spend money is generally on the weekend or in the evening going to events, doing things that pertains to K100 Radio. A lot of it is money spent as investments to promote the brand and whatnot or what have you. I'm still spending money in other ways, building, rebuilding our website and doing other little things. But I'm not spending $50 in the club on Syrah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I, when I go out, I, I'm, I drink. So I don't go out to social. When I go out and socialize, I always I drink. So, you know, anytime I go to anybody's event, I'm always patronizing the bar and the kitchen. Right. Food is good. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all those little, those little couple hundred bucks that I spend frivolously during the week just going out, hanging out, supporting my people, whether it's Kelby or whoever, I, I'm always going to support the venue that I'm there. Shout out to iLounge. Right. Shout out to Old Bar. I spoke to him the other day. It was a great conversation. But listen, fam. I'm saving a lot of damn money. Right. Being corn. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's a plus. But 
what you just said about creating your own little oasis, your own little getaway. I kind of didn't think of that because I'd be going to the store and I'd be like, do I really need that or am I just spending this money because quarantine and I'm bored? But you know what? I right. Think, I think you've inspired me, C. Renee, to take that extra trip to Lowe's. Yeah, don't do it. You know don't do it. I, I picked up some tiki torches and uh, I'm getting some outdoor turf. I bought a grill yesterday. Um, I'm going to this little spot that, you know, has these real cool chairs. I'm getting some chairs for the outside. I'm buying a little table. I'm really excited about that, the outdoor turf I'm going to put on the deck. And um, I found some uh, some stuff I'm going to hang on the walls with the moss coming down. The I'm talking about I'm going all out. I, I, I wanted to look like I'm somewhere different. When I wanted to look like my front door is the doorway to somewhere else. Okay. You know, I love that idea. That's a great idea. If you do have the space, if you do have the space to do that, that's dope. That's dope. I got to get a little speaker, you know, get my little speaker put out there. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I just totally create this whole, and then at at night, at lately, it's been really nice out. So I Mm. can like my tiki torches and and turn the, um, the little 70s mix on, 80s mix on, 90s mix on or whatever. Just sit out there. Like, my brother inspired me because when I talked to him, he was like him and his fiance sat outside on their porch till like 2 in the morning. I'm like, doing what? He was like, man, he's drinking, smoking cigars, listening to music, and just enjoying yourself. I was like, I'm going to do it. That's what's up. I understand that totally. Shout out to your brother for inspiring you. I think I'm going to go out. I, I got a nice deck already. I already got me a grill and my tiki torches and my little umbrella. It's already. I can do more, though. I can do more. Yes, you can. I am. I'm going. I'm, I'm, you know what, C. Renee? Thank you. I'm going to do more. You will. Extra clothes comes Friday. Saturday is on. I'm going to post pictures. I am. <laughs> I wanna, I'm going to be looking for them. I'm going to be looking. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to find something. That grass turf, that little turf, it's a nice idea. I like it. Stand by, Renee. See, Renee, all right? Stand by. Absolutely. All right. And, I, and because my deck doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have like an overhang or an awning or anything. So I researched uh-huh. the turf to find out which kind gives me the best, you know, drainage. And my, my deck is, you know, it has about a, a half an inch space between each flat. So it's going to drain right down to the ground. I'm just excited. I, I, I've never been, I haven't been this <laughs> excited about creating something in, in about two months. So I'm real happy. <laughs> And right after I decided to do my deck is when I came up with that idea that you're going to be a part of. So it seems to be, you know, helping my creativity. Now, you know what? Stand by. That's very important. Stand by. All right. Uh, 347-934-0966. 860-840. I'm coming to your phone lines in a second. This is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip-Hop and R&B. Brandy from Executive Studios, also on the Facebook live feed, says, get zero-gravity chairs. I already got a fire pit, but it's getting hot now, Brandy. I don't know, but I already got a fire. I got shit already. I just need to go out there and implement my game. You know what? Oh, shout out to everybody checking in. Twink, what's going on, everybody? Wifey's on the line over there, too. Listen, this is K1's Radio. This is our live uh, talk segment, Points of View. All right? So, um, I got to, I got, I got, listen. I don't want to. I don't want to get off kilter. We're talking about the quarantine, but there was a couple of things I didn't get a chance to talk about last week that I want to ask you guys while I got you guys right here now for this particular segment, and I hope you guys can hang on and hang out with me and talk about 
that I didn't address last week when I did the show about the whole, when I first jumped into this whole coronavirus situation, this week I said I was going to focus just on the quarantine and how it's affecting you and some of the other stuff. But there was one or two things I just wanted to talk about last week that I never did get a chance to get uh, to. However, comma, all right, I just want to share with you guys the scene from Pensacola, Florida yesterday, right? So yesterday, stop the music. So yesterday, Pensacola, Florida, and then I'm gonna open up the phone lines and I'm gonna go back to the people that's on the phone lines right now. And we're gonna and we're and we're just gonna ask you guys how do you feel about people who who don't care about the quarantine? Have you have you started to distance yourself from them? I've found myself slick watching people who don't really care. And if I know them and we cool, I'm like, yeah, we cool. I'm starting to look at like, eh, how much, if you don't really care about something like this right here at this particular point in time, what does it kind of sort of say about you? What do you, what do you have, has, has this, has this, have, have, have you saw somebody that has just had complete disregard for all of this and formulated some alternative, alternative opinion that you had about them before? Like, you know what? Thought they were okay. I don't know if I'm going to ever really eat at their house again because they're really reckless. <laughs> just, just stuff like that. I want to know what you think. But listen, this is the scene yesterday. I'm going to share this little clip with you over here on the uh, – if you're on the um, Facebook page, then you can see this little clip of this video of what it was like in Pensacola, Florida. Just yesterday, somebody had a party for Easter. They had a, they had a, a cookout. It was in the hood. And this was just yesterday in Pensacola, Florida. Look at them, y'all. They, they mad. They can't clean this shit out. They mad. Too many people. Okay. We're speaking to the jet. Get informed. These are what you call the little rashes right here. They don't care. They'll go to jail and bond out. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> he talking about all the girls out there. He calling them ratchets like he they don't care. Do you do you care, motherfucker? Do you care? Nobody out there cares, obviously. That's at that huge block party with all those people. If you are, if you're on the Facebook Live, you can. But if you're not on the Facebook Live, you can't see it. But I just had to play it. All of those goddamn people I see yesterday at that damn block party, bro. That 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 wrecked my nerves so bad. And there's a lot of people who feel like, Blizzum, you shouldn't bring that up. Blizzum, you shouldn't you, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't play that clip. Those are black people. You're just making us look bad. It's kind of like sharing a fight video. No, no, the fuck not. First of all, no, it's not. It's not the same thing, okay? That that's ignorant stuff, and both of them are ignorant to do. But that's another. That's that's beyond because in a fight video, you're just showing two people being ignorant, and they're only going to affect themselves. All those kids out there that was at that block party, all those young people, probably have a grandmama or an older aunt or somebody, maybe a mama or daddy. Big mama who has high blood pressure, all right, diabetes, underlying conditions that right now have black people at the top of the list of people who are dying 
from the infection. So excuse me, excuse me, if I call y'all asses out. Y'all was dead ass, they was dead ass wrong for that. The person who threw it was dead ass wrong. Everybody who went out there was dead ass wrong. I don't even know how the police let it get that big before they decided they wanted to shut it down. That's just, they just, I, they probably didn't care because of who it was. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, that whole scene just really ate at me because that was literally just yesterday. And we've got a real life pandemic going. That, By the way, black people are most of the people that's dying from it. By the way. And that's facts. I'm not going to debate with you about that. I don't have to debate with you about the facts. That's true. 347-934-0966. I'm going to go back to my people on the phone lines and ask them what they thought about that crazy outlandish scene in Pensacola yesterday. And how do you feel about people who have just had complete disregard for the quarantine? Area code 860840. What up? Who's this? this? What's up, man? This Wallace, man. In, or Enviro Comtastic. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, family? Thanks for calling in again. What's up, bro? Always, man. Always. Always, always enjoy your show and everything and the things you do, man. At least Thanks. I can say out of this, this thing, I get to spend more time with you. That sounds weird, but hey. <laughs> hey. I'm here for it, man. That's why that's why I decided this, there's no better time for me to go ahead and crank, crank these talk settings back up. So first of all, how's that quarantine treating you, fam? Where, do you, where are you at? How are you dealing with the quarantine yourself? Fam, I always was a kid who was put on punishment to go outside. Like, my mom was like, go outside and make some friends. I'm like, no, nah, they got germs and diseases. I'm not going out there to play with nobody. I was one of those kids who had a very vivid imagination, like, I can play, you know, with everything. Like, my mom would take toys away from me for punishment. Like, you can't play with your Legos. I said, okay, stop playing my G.I. Joe. So she takes those away. I said, okay, I'll go on my computer. Okay, I'll just go to my Nana's house and play in the backyard. So always had a response <laughs> for that. So, so now so you're okay. just, I, I'm okay, but it's just a simple fact. I look out my window when I do go do stuff. People are being flagrantly ignorant. And that video of them kids is sad because it's just, I think a lot of stuff is misinformation and people believe what they want to believe. They say, oh, if you're in a hot area, you won't catch it. And remember in the beginning, it was like black people can't get it. Black people are immune, blah, 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 blah. So people are hanging on to their either positive ideology or their ignorant ideology of the whole coronavirus. Me, I have one of those elderly moms. So when I go places and I see people I know and they be like, hey, I'm like, hey, 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 back up. I have ailments too being from the military, you know, things. And I, and I protect myself at all times. I wear a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a mask. I go out there and look like I'm ready to rob like everybody on site. But, <laughs> yeah, like literally you can't see nothing on me but maybe my glasses because – you know, even if I don't believe or I do believe it's in the air, I just want to be cautious enough not to bring it to my mom. I'm respecting my mom. And I was talking about this earlier with people, and I put it on my Facebook Live. People are just out here. It's not about you. It's about everybody else around you. It's, this is not about you for once. Let's please not make this about how you think you're immune. We might, me and you might have it, Sam, and we don't even know. We pass it on to somebody who weaker. They're dying. They're like, oh, they died from kidney failure. It could be the coronavirus. 
I'm not trying to expedite my mom's, um, you know, death. She, she's, she's like five seconds from me, literally. I can hop a fence to go to her house, but I don't, fam. I cook her some food, whatever she needs me. I put it at the door, or before I go in there, I take everything off, or I'm, I keep my distance away from. Her. Even if I don't believe it's, say I don't believe this. This is say I, say this whole shit is bullshit. Say fuck this shit. It's it's bull. They just trying to blah blah blah. People are dying from something. At a rapid rate. Something. Right. Something ten thousand people. And I, ten thousand right. plus, by the way. We're at we're at we're at ten thousand people dead from whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say right. it is. Ten thousand plus. We are the epicenter of the disease right now, and people got to just act like they know that. Like, like seriously. You can. Seriously. It could be the blizzard. It could be the the comtastic. Whatever it is out there, it's killing. Folks, and especially folks who already have pre-diagnosed um, ailments. I had yeah. like I have heart murmurs. I have like when I get like really angry, my whole body starts shutting down. My left, I can't use my left arm, you know. So I can't afford to get upset. Killing my mom, I I'd probably be in a, a like real stiff, and I couldn't move. Like my I have neck problems. I mean everything, but you wouldn't know. And I tell a lot of people, you don't know what the other person has. Just like when you have a sex, you don't know what that person got, but you take your yeah. shot and you take your chances, right? <laughs> so yeah. don't don't do that. This ain't sex. This don't don't do that. Do not do that. Protect yourself, no matter what it is about everything. You know what I'm saying? People are just being flagrantly ignorant because a lot of stuff being pushed out there. A lot. It's, it's a lot of information, and me, you, and everybody on it can't really. Over it all, we just take what we feel that that pertains to us, that might yeah. that keep us. That's all we doing. I don't care. I don't care to know everything. I just want to know how I'm gonna protect myself, protect my mom, and not pass it on to anybody else who might have ailments. That's the biggest thing I tell people. I might seem healthy, but you don't know what I what's going on with me. The next person might seem healthy, but you don't know what's going on with them. You don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I tell people. I don't know what I'm passing to somebody else. Just like when you have sex, you don't know what you're passing to somebody else. You don't know what you're giving them or what you're catching. You don't know it. No, yeah. Well, you should know your status. Know your status, ladies and gentlemen. Get tested. That's all I can tell you. You know some people don't know their status. All right, man. Hold on a second. All right. So listen, I'm going I'm 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 to mute Wallace. But listen, I agree, man. Like, you know, my mom, I just, listen. I took a three-month hiatus off K100 Radio because uh, I lost my father literally the day after Christmas, man. And if you don't, if you know me, you don't never watch this show. If you never really heard of me, I lost my pops the day after Christmas, this past Christmas. He was at my house. It was perfectly fine. We laughed, watched basketball, ate. I hugged him. I see you guys. I don't know because my 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 my, uh, uh, my parents' uh, anniversary is on the New Year's Eve, so I was like. Well, I probably won't see you guys, so I never see them because they always go out of town that week of and hang out. 31 years, they were married. Hug pops, hug mom. That was the last time I hugged him. And he was perfectly okay when, I, when he left my house. And he died the next day, December 26, 2019. And so that hit me with like a ton of bricks, and I took three months. So I didn't, I, didn't do, I, didn't, I didn't broadcast live. I didn't do anything. Cable 100 Radio was up and running. But I was stagnant. I, I just couldn't pull myself to just inspire myself to just get back in this grind, in this game. And in the midst of all of this going on, I'm dealing with that mentally. 
starting to read stories here and there. Something's going on in China that's pretty serious right now. This coronavirus thing looks like it might be, but I don't know. Maybe it's another SN, uh, HN1. Maybe it's another, you know, maybe it's another SARS. Maybe it's Ebola. Maybe it's, maybe it's you know, something that, that, that's bad but never really hits America like that. January, I was kind of feeling that way. February, I was looking. Dang. You know, other stuff. Shit, it's spreading. Oh, man, Italy looks pretty bad, but I still went out of town. Got on a plane, flew to Denver, had a great time with my friends. That kind of broke me out of my shell. I really needed that to bring myself back around and just being able to just mentally get over the death of Pops. And I started kind of contemplating, okay, I need to get back in the game, what I need to do. And then, boom, it's, it's here. It's here. People are dying. It's on the West Coast. We're talking about shutting down. Stimulus packages are being passed around. Our president is looking like a moron, a bigger moron than he's ever looked like. Everything is hitting the fan. All within this three-month time frame of mourning that I was able to do. And I got to tell you guys, honestly, if I'm being, if I'm being 100 with you guys, I'm not. I, I, I don't know. I was already in a hermit state at that point. From dealing with uh, uh, the passing of a parent, I was in a hermit state. So when everybody start, when everything started shutting down, it wasn't like I was constantly already always out anyway. I had kind of really, I was honestly off kilter and wasn't really going out anyway at that time. So it wasn't like a, a, a just a, a brick wall smack for me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, whoa, I really wasn't going out, but now I really don't think I should go out anymore now. And I was kind of starting to feel, get to that point where I wanted to go back out. And then this happened. So that's my unique experience behind it all. You know, but I'm going to go to the phone lines right now. I actually wanted to share that with you guys because you never know what somebody was going through right before this happened, when this happened, what were they doing at that moment when all of this blew up? Were they already struggling? With somebody already not even knowing how the hell they was going to pay rent in the month of March, and then, boom, they got fired, their jobs, sent them home. On on top of the fact they were just trying to contemplate how maybe asking their boss, can they get some extra hours that week so they can make sure they can feed the kids and have stuff for the kids' prom and graduation coming up and pay the rent. And, boom, now they're not even working. I'm just saying. What Wallace is saying, I say that to say that what Wallace just said is pertinent. You don't know what people are going through and how what they're going through right now will affect them if they're on dialysis. Salute to Scarface, the OG. He was going through some stuff already, caught COVID-19. Scarface almost checked out, one of my favorite artists. Almost died. Now his kidneys don't even work at all. He's definitely going on dialysis now. You know what I'm saying? Just those kind of things, man. And, and oh, my um, Instagram live stopped. Let me start it back up real quick. I'm going to the phone lines right now, but I just want to let you guys know, man, you just don't never know what people have, what they got going on mentally or physically at the end of the day. And now's not the time to be reckless and act like you don't care because you could, you could trigger somebody. We've, had, we've seen instances of people getting to the fights in stores. I shared a story with a woman, an 86-year-old woman, lost her life. In a New York hospital. It's on K100Radio.com. The lady was disoriented. She was an elderly woman. 86 years old. She was in the hospital for something totally separate. But because they got all this. All these people dying from COVID-19. There was another lady in there. In there who. 
felt like the woman invaded her space because the woman, the 86-year-old woman had dementia, stumbled onto her, grabbed her, and she pushed this old 86-year-old woman because she was worried about catching the disease. Pushed her so hard that she fell, hit her head, and died. Killed an 86-year-old woman with dementia who was disoriented because she was that shook about this disease. That's a death that she, she didn't die. She didn't die from COVID-19, but that 86-year-old woman is dead because of COVID-19. You get what I'm saying? It's that serious. You people have got to take this serious. 347-934-0966. That's the number to dial into the show. Please hit the phone line. I'm going back to the phone lines and ask a couple people how they feel about that video that I shared. I want to go back over here to Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Hey. Hey, I'm glad. Uh, thank you for holding on this time. This is Shelly. Shelly was our, our first person that called in today, and she was a server. She's uh, out in Indiana. She was telling us about how difficult it was um, because she couldn't get unemployment. The state of Indiana was telling her that she couldn't get unemployment because she changed jobs at a certain point last year, and they saying she don't qualify even though she was working when it's happening. She hasn't been able to get any assistance. But, Shelby, let me ask you about how do you feel about the recklessness or people who feel like right now the COVID-19 isn't that serious. They're not taking the quarantine serious. They're not even caring about the quarantine. How, 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 are, you, how are people handling it in Indiana? Do you see people ad- adhering to the law or are people just kind of like, eh, it's whatever in Indiana? Tell me about no. what's going on. They, they just act like it's a, pretty much like it's normal, and those are the kind of people that are going to catch it and spread it to their, their loved ones that are sick or, or the elderly people. Like, my mother has uh, a severe emphysema. I haven't seen my mother in over a month. Um, and if she catches it, then, you know, what's going to happen to her? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it, it's people like that that they don't, they don't care. Like, I went to the convenience store the other day, and this man, he was probably 50-ish. He was right up on my back. And... <laughs> And I'm like, wow. you know, I'm just getting ready to throw, start throwing elbows at him. You know what I mean? Um, but he threw me into a panic attack, freaked me out because um, he would not get off my back, even though I, I stepped as far up to the counter as I could. The man just kept stepping up with me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, they just don't care. They're careless. They're selfish. They're reckless. They, they don't give a shit who they hurt, who they infect. They could, they could catch it and then go into a convenience store where there's, like you said, an 87-year-old person and give it to them, Yeah, you know, and that it's just, it's just not right. People need to learn respect and, and care about people, genu- you know, genuinely care. Yeah, yeah, and people are not right now. Thank you uh, for hanging on, uh, Shelly. Thank you for hanging on. I appreciate it. Um, area code 84998. What's up? This is K100 Radio. Who's this? Yo, this is Billy Bad Blizzard. What's happening, bro? Been a minute since we did hey, this. Man. Hey, man, long time no here. Well, I see you all the time, but it's been a long time since you've been able to hit our phone lines, man. What's up, man? Good, man. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, Ain't nothing much, what, man. I'm, I'm glad to see you doing well. And Sorry about your dad, yeah. man. I know I know how that feels, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was tough for me, but and then kind of got thrust into all of this, and it was just, that's just like my one personal story, but there's like millions of people who were going through way worse like I said, that that was that was tough for me. Oh yeah. But I, I, I know it wasn't tougher than losing and not having somewhere to stay or not being able to feed your kids. You know what I'm saying? That's another level. Yeah. So let so let me let me ask you this, homie. 
first of all, talk about the quarantine. How were you doing in the quarantine since we haven't we, we didn't get a chance to ask you that because you just jumped on the line. How were you doing during the quarantine? And how do you feel about people who have a real just disregard just for other people's safety and their own safety and just act like the quarantine yeah. is a big deal? What do you think about that? Um, you know, it's 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 tough on some people, you know, especially especially extroverts, you know, those who like to stay out all the time. Um here in Charleston, um, you know, right now in Charleston County, we got the the highest case of uh, COVID-19, um, eight deaths so far here in, in Charleston County, uh, South Carolina. And on top of that, we just dealt with, you know, mass tornadoes here around my area. So we got to deal with that, too, on top of that. So we're, we're hit with a double whammy here. So now there's a lot of concern with for those who are getting hit with the tornadoes. Can they open up shelters for them, you know, along with the COVID-19 concerns? So they're, they're trying to battle all that, too. So for me here and my family, like, we're, we're doing all right. You know, we're maintaining. You know, we're keeping our distance as much as possible, of course, following protocols here and stuff. Um, you know, I still do see some of my people, and we still do practice social distancing and things like that. And... Um, and of course now of course with my girlfriend and everything that's different. You know, but um and speaking of which she you know, she's dealt with a lot too, you know, she just lost, you know, three three family members all in one. Um you know, she lost her brother in law in New York, you know, with COVID nineteen and then her sister on her way up to confirm her husband that ran off the road, died on impact. You know. Crazy. And then, that's fine, she, was, she, was she going up there to confirm like the death and she was on and, 95 my girlfriend's son was on her way to on his way to savannah to her other sister while the other sister who died was on her way up to 95 up to new york and that's the guy ran off the road in north carolina ah that's 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 a lot man that's tough man her ex-husband sister hours later died from covid19 in florida so she got hit with a triple whammy while i've been trying to keep her spirits up about the other two losses now she had to deal with this one so Crazy, and, and so basically, in this in this scenario that you just told me, two people died from the disease. So you know, so you're you're basically you're dating someone mm-hmm. who has lost two people in their family, close relatives to COVID nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. So why in the, why, why in the hell why in the hell are people still thinking that this is a game? I don't I just don't I don't, I don't understand. There are there have been ten. We are the leading. We have the most deaths. This country is the epicenter. We right, got worldwide, but 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 for some reason we having fucking block parties yesterday. I'm I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Yep, churches, churches. Like here in Charleston, there were been a few um few people who went to church um on um on Easter here in Charleston, and like they posted on the book and stuff. And when churches do dinners and when they try to give out food for for the community, I, I that that's different because people are moving, they're they're keeping the pace and they're trying to lessen the spread versus just standing there while the pastor preaches and, and you know how long Easter sermon goes and then you're out yeah. there. Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta tell you this. We, we, you dis- know, we discussed, we discussed churches on the last, on the last segment. And I gotta yeah. tell you, if anything, I'm, 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 I'm blaming, I'm blaming the parishioners. I'm blaming, I'm blaming the flock, but I put yeah. more of the, put more of the blame squarely on the shepherd, on, on, on the leader. Yep. I put more of the yep. blame. I, I can only, I can, because faith, and religion is such a strong emotion and feeling for some people that if 
you lead the flock astray, they're gonna go astray because you have to be the response. You're I'm, I, so, so these churches that are having services, I'm upset that people are going. And I think they're crazy as hell, and ain't that much yes, faith. And ain't that, I've never met a preacher yeah, in my ain't life that much that, faith because other because otherwise right. if if but it's the preacher. And let me it's ruffle some feathers. But if, if if it was all, yeah, we got to lay the limit. We got to lay all the faith in the world, and not as many people would have been dying. Yeah, it's 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 me with me personally. I'm putting that more squarely on the so on on the on the shoulders of the preachers. Now this block party in Pensacola, I mean, we can blame the guy who threw it together, but that's mostly like a personal, just crazy decision that all those kids and those people were out there, and they just don't give a fuck. Like the party Jack Prescott threw at his house. That was, I didn't even get on his ass. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know what? Jack Prescott threw a party at his house, and Ezekiel Elliott. And- I know, I know, and and rich and rich and and rich people. Rich athletes, as if no rich athletes didn't have it. Uh, what was the um, uh, Carl Anthony Towns? His mother, all the money Carl Anthony Towns got, he couldn't save his mama from getting. It. And that's the way, that's that's the prime example yeah. of how irresponsible it was. Because Dak Prescott is rich and he's got money and he's probably healthy or whatever. But yeah. you're you don't know who you're going to interact with after the party's over. So just like Carl Anthony yeah, Towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Carl Anthony Towns' mother just died from COVID nineteen. He was really emotional about it. He posted about it or whatever. Just like yeah. Rudy Gobert ended up giving it to old boy, and they ain't been cool since. It's not about you. Yeah. Just like Walt said, it's not about you. And so, you know, that was just highly irresponsible of him. And I, I mean, I, I, I hate the Cowboys anyway, so that just gave me another reason. Anyway, exactly. I, 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 I fucking hate the Cowboys anyway, so that just give me another reason to talk shit about them. Stand by, Billy Bad, because I got to get to some more of these yes, calls. Sir. All right. All right, stand by. Yep. Listen, 347-934-0966. That's the number down to the show. Uh, I want to go back over to um, Brandy at Executive Studios, and I want to I want to bring them back on the line. Executive Studios, you guys still here? Yeah. So listen, <laughs> oh my, oh my, and my wife is over there on the Facebook feed talking about a pastor that died from COVID nineteen after saying he won't stop having services because I because yeah, I, because we had, I, so we had another one down here in Florida. He was he was yeah. doing services and he got arrested, bonded or bailed out thirty minutes later, and still had services the next week. Right, and so listen, I want to I want to I want to I, I may be delusional, but I want to feel like ultimately, if there is a heaven or a hell, it's bad as much bad shit as I've done in my life. I feel like I'm just technically a good guy. Maybe I'll get in. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to just all out say. <laughs> I'm glad the preacher died, but right. <laughs> I mean, doing... every, everybody needs to be doing their part right now for the social distancing. Listen. It's a lot of different people that are actually causing the issues yeah. with this. It's not just one like specific type of people. It's people yeah. all over the board. Yeah. I, I. I. Anyway, so you 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 had you you mentioned earlier about how you still had people trying to book literal parties. At executive studios, you guys have people just wanting want to just recklessly disregard not only their life but your livelihood and your life as well. Right. What do you think? Of, what do you think about that video I shared? And you're and, and listen, Brandy, Brandy, the guys over at executive studios and Shelby, these, these guys, these are white. They got these are white people. All right, let's be let's be clear. Brandy, them, these guys are white. So it's not even about at this particular point. I can I, I, I listen. The, the the pastor that died was white. These fucking people over there in fucking Pensacola that did this party, they black. You've got 
the event, the, uh, the preachers out there in Texas who still, you've got black and white. It doesn't matter. You've got race at this particular point when you have an epidemic, it's not going to really care if you're black or white if it gets you. It's not going to care if you're rich or famous. If it gets you, you may be rich enough to get the, 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 to get the, the private medical care, but if you have an underlying condition, they cannot save your ass. It doesn't right. really care for black or white at this particular point right now. All right, so what do you think about just – I know you told me about the disregard that people had for trying to even book studio time at Executive Studios 20 Deep. I probably would never take their call again, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? At that point, I, I mean, probably would Go ahead. But, I mean, for, me for, that, for, that video, for that video, though, I mean, it's just completely disrespectful. They, they're, they're not thinking about anybody else that they're affecting. We've got people who are asymptomatic that are actually carrying this and are affecting people, and they don't even know it. They might have mild symptoms and not even, not even still know that they have it. So, I mean, you've got other people. They're bringing it back to their, their moms, their dads, their grandparents, yeah. and, and these, these people, are, they're asymptomatic for a while. I mean, it's taken up to two weeks for it to actually even, like, start showing any kind of symptoms for anything. And by the time you, by the time you have it, it's too late. So, I mean, yeah. and it's, it's, it's actually becoming kind of a, an epidemic itself with the people that are going out and holding these parties. And they're doing it on a regular basis. I mean, like with the beaches being closed, the restaurants and the clubs and everything else being closed, they have nothing else that they can do. So they're turning to coming into the studio and wanting to be able to hold their parties. And they, they, they don't give a shit less who they're affecting. Like even with my husband, he has a heart condition. And it's, it's, it's insane. And, they, and most of the clients that we have that are regular clients, they know this, and they still pretty much have a complete disregard for it. Yeah, and it's just – it's unfortunate, man. I, I, listen, y'all, you, you guys I, – like I, like I just, 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 just to end on this note, that person that called me trying to book a party right now, is when I, I'm going to save their number, and I'm going to put it up under my block – no I mean, call, we tell, no. I'll say we tell them straight up though <laughs> that uh, you know we have yeah, we have a right? rule that we are only allowing three people in per session, and they still show up with like heads of people, and we have to turn them away. And they're like, "Oh, come on, I'll throw you a little bit of extra money to let us in." And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, "Come on, point, man, your extra why, fifty bucks isn't yeah. worth my life." Yeah, yeah. So at that point, I'm fighting. All right. I want to be clear. I'm a I'm a I'm a tad bit hot headed. I am. I can admit my flaws. At that point. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna wanna fight you outside the studio at that point right there. We probably gonna fall out. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point right there, it goes beyond a level of disrespect. Now I feel like you on some street shit trying me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm probably gonna go to a whole nother mode because homie, I told you no. And you pull up and and I ain't telling you no just because you know, this this is like I don't got a good reason. Yeah, but you know, that's that's what I'm saying, Brent. Like stuff like that, I, I wanna I I I got to work on me because I'm going to want to fight. I'm going to want to fight. I mean, there there is one little little bit of an upside to this right now, though, and the fact that we're actually seeing, like, a lot of people's true colors, whether it be good or whether it be bad. I mean, so it's giving us a lot more respect for a lot of people that we are working with, and we do have some really upstanding people that we do work with and a lot of talent and stuff coming out of our studio. So, But uh, it's also showing the bad colors for a lot of people right now, too, and just their complete disrespect and – um, as much as we try to educate everybody on, like, what's really going on, especially since we're trying to be able to keep our staff safe, we're trying to keep James safe, we're trying to be able to keep our clients that are still working with us safe, you know, mm. we some, something needs to change. The mindset needs to change. I don't know what we can do to change it, though. I don't know what we can do to change it. We just got to educate. What's that, man? 
Slate Stone. Shout out to uh, Slate, uh, Slate Stone Music checking in. What's going on, homie? This is K100 Radio. We're live right now for a Points of View talk segment. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. That shit would piss me off so bad, bro. Like, y'all don't know, bro. Like, I be trying to be cool. I'm I'm really a, a nice, cool person. Like, if you ever met me in person, I'm cool, hella cool. You know what I'm saying? But it be it be it be it be it be certain stuff that set me off, and people be like, "Damn, Blizzard, what the fuck, man! You know why you why you why did you do that? Why did you react that way? Why did you snap?" And it be little stuff like that, bro. I could tell you about me. I know me. I know me better than anybody. That shit have pissed me off so bad, cause because <laughs> if I tell you, first of all, it's just it's a form of disrespect. Period. As a business owner, as a man. Me personally, I felt like if you was to do that, like on a regular basis, if there was no epidemic and I specifically told you one thing and you pull up trying to bogart me, like chunk me off, like I know what you said, but I don't give a fuck, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's me. I'm going to take a defensive, what the fuck you mean, attitude ASAP with you on site right then. But if I tell you something like that, that we got a policy in place for the safety of my spouse and my company and basically the rest of the world, I can almost guarantee that's going to go real bad. That's going to go real bad. Real, real, real bad. Anyway. K100, you bad you bad forewarning anybody who feel like if for some kind of crazy scenario, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Because that's that's going to turn into a physical altercation with me. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's just, bro, that's going to make me mad as hell. You know what I'm saying? Because why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Even if you want to go over to your house and have a car party at your block party at your house and invite 20 people. And I told my wife this past weekend, you know, we have a nice, nice size home, nice comfortable size home. So we can invite two friends over to sit and maybe have drinks that we know that we also have seen take precautions and stuff. I have no problem with it. When my son's birthday was just uh, two weeks ago, a weekend ago, he turned 17. I let him, I let his, I let him bring his girlfriend and one of his partners over here. You know what I'm saying? I talked to their parents, cleared it with their parents, saw where their mind frame was at. Are you guys taking precautions, everything too? Y'all, are y'all taking this serious? Everything was cool. I let his girlfriend and his little partner come up here so he just wouldn't be totally biased. Just for a couple of hours. All they did was sit around and play video games. Everybody sanitized soon. They walk in the house. Everything was extra. Listen, don't be all up on each other. But you guys are welcome to come over because we got a spacious space and nobody had to be up on each other. I don't know what to say about people who have. Where, where, here's what I will say about that video that I shared. And then I'm going to go to one more, one more subject. And then we'll talk about this. Here's what I will say. I can not give you a pass but i can understand that if your home situation is fucked like if your home situation is the worst like if you six deep in a two-bedroom apartment and it's been that way so arbitrarily most of the time because that's the only place that you got to lay your head at night to sleep and y'all are already on top of each other so during the day you try to stay gone as much as you possibly can because your living situation is bad right now, I understand why the, I don't even want to say pressure, but the urge for you 
to go out anyway, irregardless of, and find something to do is more than mine. I'm not sitting here saying, like, we all in the same situation, fam. We are not all in the situation. So everybody's not living in the same kind of residence I'm living in. Everybody's condition ain't the same. I get that. I understand that. I got the luxury of saying, man, why you can't just chill at home? Shit, I got a three-level split home. home. I got Wi-Fi cable, TV in every room, a deck outside. I'm not rich, but I'm all right. I got my own studio, my own lab. I got a, a business that I run outside. K100 Radio keeps me hella busy just coming up with ideas and things and doing these shows and getting everything. Listen, I got shit to do here. Everybody don't have that. Everybody don't have this. So I'm not sitting here saying that when I say stay home for me, it means the same thing as stay home for you if your living conditions aren't the same. I understand. You feel me? I get it. It's harder. It takes more discipline. And I understand, I understand why you may not find it as easy to just stay home. Because your home situation is trash. I understand, bro. Sis, I get it. But I don't know what to tell you at that point. I can't relate. Okay. These millionaires, they got it even greater. How are we going to, you know, they, they, these millionaires and these big comfortable homes, I would imagine right now, the richer you are, the easier it is to actually social, social distance yourself because did y'all see that fucking, did y'all see Drake's house? <laughs> fucking house was crazy. Did y'all see that? I saw that shit. was like, what? I mean, I know, I mean, he's Drake. He's been one of the biggest artists, if not the biggest artist in hip hop for the past more decade. If we're talking sales and touring and stuff, ain't talking about his music. I'm not. I'm talking about Drake being Drake and Drake pulling in the bag. The mansion lets you, let, the mansion shows you what you need to know about how successful fucking Drake is. I could get law. I could I could self quarantine in that house for a fucking year, easy, in Drake's house. So it'd be easy for Drake to stay away from people. He ain't gonna have no problem as long as the electric grid don't short out and the internet don't go down. Drake doesn't have to leave his fucking house for any form of entertainment at all whatsoever. He's filthy rich. That's not. He is not living the same life as those 99% of those people over there in that video in Pensacola, Florida. I understand, fam. Y'all out there piled up on each other in the projects. Hell, it's hot in that bitch. Even if you got AC, you trying to go outside. It's a barbecue, a grill, music, outside. Fuck that. I get it. I understand. I'm not telling. I promise you I get it. But, bro, but, sis, I'm going to need y'all to just suck it the fuck up. I'm sorry. Because you picked your living situation. There are people who don't really care because they don't have shit to lose. One thing I've noticed, and I'm going to go to the next subject. I've noticed a direct correlation in... People who don't really give a shit about the quarantine, when you juxtapose it, if I'm being honest, when you juxtapose it to what the fuck they have to lose, what do they have to lose? If they ain't got shit to lose anyway, this shit is a conspiracy. 5G is what it is. They ain't got shit to lose. 
Fuck the quarantine because they ain't got shit to lose anyway. They may have a, a loved one or a relative, a grandmama or auntie, whatever, but they really don't care because hell, they probably ain't taking care of them anyway. So there's a direct correlation that I've seen with people who don't have. If you just X out religion, because I've seen people with plenty to lose who have way too much faith in religion, not faith in their faith, but faith in religion, organized religion, who do have shit to lose, who have become slaves to religion, make stupid decisions like going to a packed Easter service. But I've seen also a direct correlation with people who don't have shit and they don't care about the quarantine. But I know a few persons. Anyway. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and R&B. All right. Some of y'all are going to say that's uh, me bashing my folks. I'm just going to say my folks need to get their shit together. Listen, last subject. I was supposed to be putting the timer on 10 minutes per subject. That shit ain't work out. This is K100 Radio. I'm your host, Blizzom. Area code 281. We got somebody from the 281. Right now, I haven't listened to them yet. Area code 281. What's up? Who's this? Area code 281. Hello? 281. 901. 281. 901. All right. Whoever it is, they must have set the phone down or whatnot or what have you. Last thing I'm going to talk about, and we're going to get ready to wrap this uh, Points of View segment up. Uh, Points of View is uh, the K100 Radio uh, talk segment. Uh, Before, we would just say K100 Radio Live, but we had to give it a name now because we got other, we got multiple shows going on, mixed shows. I got more podcasts I'm going to incorporate. So we had to make sure that we tag it and give it a name. So our official talk segment is called Points of View. And actually, when it gets full back, full swing, there's a points of view debate segment where we're actually going to have a real debate style where we're going to bring on two guests and I'm going to, to debate them about stuff and we're going to assign points and we're going to have clear cut winners. That's how it was when I first did it um, a while ago. So points of view is actually also like a slick game show that we're going to incorporate. That, that's how it was at the beginning. We're going to bring that back. See my debate screen if you're looking at it. We're going to have our guests, the red guests, the yellow guests. That's how that's going to go down. And we're going to have real live debates. I'm going to have special guests to talk about certain topics. And we're going to fucking, we're going to air it out. And somebody going to win. It's going to be me. It's going to be them. They're going to be, it's going to be them against me. However, but that's actually the whole format of points of view. We'll get there. But I just wanted to go ahead and get you guys acclimated to being able to tune into the talk segment, being able to call in. You guys are going to be able to call in during the debate segment. Let me know what you think about the points of views that the people made to help us decide who actually really won this debate. It's going to be dope. If you missed it the first time I actually launched this particular segment, wait wait for me to get all the way back into the swing. It's going to be dope. But anyway, back to where I was at. All right, so listen, 347-934-0966. But it was one other thing that I wanted to talk about in the mix of all of this stuff uh, that we're talking about with um, the quarantine prisoners and everything like that. There was this one other thing that really, really, really caught my eye. And um, we've got like two articles about it on cable radio.com. All right. 
And it was it was about the treatment of inmates. Should inmates be freed? Now listen. This is a question. 347-934-0966. I still got some of my people on the phone line. I still see C. Renee, Brandy, Wallace. All right. Hit the phone line. 347-934-0966 if you feel strongly about this particular, this, this particular topic. The inmates. How do you feel about them letting inmates out of prison? Most of the time they're doing this these are not violent criminals. They are also not arresting people unless you really do some shit in a lot of places because the jails are starting to get infected. You know, the jails are just like freaking cruise ships, just petri dishes. Everybody on top of each other. So they're starting to let people out. Some some people, they're not letting out and people are getting sick. So they kind of sort of don't want to be responsible for that. So inmates are being released from several different levels of prison. Because they don't necessarily want them to die. They don't want them to infect the correctional officers. Um, Just, you know, they're letting them out. And they're also cutting down on arrests. What do you think about them letting inmates out of prison over the thing? Is is that the humane thing to do? Should they they be let out? Depending on what they do, what do you think about that? I got this little clip that I'm going to play you about uh, prisoners and stuff. And I'm going to come back to the phone lines. Remember, 347-934-0966. All right? That's the number to dial to the show. All right? Check this out. Now with a closer look at one of the most dangerous yet underreported aspects of this pandemic, the rapid spread of COVID-19 in prisons. This New York Times headline captures the dilemma, jails are petri dishes. Some states have taken steps on their own to mitigate the risks. Late Friday, Attorney General Barr called for the transfer of inmates most vulnerable to home confinement, beginning with federal affiliates in Ohio, Connecticut, and Louisiana, where five inmates have already died from the virus. And now there are new cries for help from one of the nation's most overcrowded state prison systems. ABC News has obtained exclusive video from inside the Alabama prisons. Take a look. It's going to be a mass grave site up in these prisons. This is a dormitory. It's stupid crowded. we super crowded. Now, as you see, the folk walking down the aisle, and they got to turn it. See, that aisle is too small. It is way, way too small. These are the beds. they right beside each other, and this is the space. Stretch your arms out again. That's how, that's how close we are. See, these are the people that they should be letting go due to the coronavirus. What in the world can this man do? The sheets are very outdated. We cannot wash our hands simultaneously at the same time. You know, my thing to the outside world is help. Help. Help for the overcrowding. Help for sanitary uh, purposes. Help for um, a release mechanism. We need to release some of these people. We need help. You are tuned to K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. All right. So listen, that was that was, you know, you saw the news clip. The guys, 
He's an inmate, but yet and still he has a cell phone. But shit, I talk to my cousin all the time when he was locked up in prison, federal prison. I talk to him all the time. So you don't look shocked like how did he get a phone in, in, in federal prison? I had two cousins in the feds, and I talked to them. I, I didn't talk to them all the time, but they was in prison, and they was on Facebook, and they was actually called me. It just depends on your swag and what you got going on and your status in that jail. You can get a phone. Anyway, don't worry about that. That's none of your business. Point is this. They showed you some videos and clips uh, of, you know, how, um, you know, of, 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 of the living conditions in prison, how confined they are, how on top of each other they are. So what do you feel about them letting prisoners out? Should they do it? All right. Should, should people be released even though they might have done something that caught them this time? I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of the prison industrial complex. It's modern slavery for me. I have somewhat of a level of respect for correction officers because my father that I was talking about at a, early, a while ago, he was a correction officer, but he wasn't he, – he, he didn't actually like it. He just did it to provide for his family. Um, he had gotten off of the actual floor handling inmates years ago. He was actually doing the paperwork because he just couldn't take just dealing with the inmates no more. He just didn't like it. And so he was like, just, you know, processing paperwork, processing mail and stuff like that. And he had been doing that for a long, long, long time. He had, it had been years since he actually had to just deal directly with inmates because he didn't even like that part of it. But he had friends that worked there. And, he, and, and, and you, know, you know, even still, it was a dangerous job. My mom would always be concerned about maybe a riot or something happening or whatever. But he was a correction officer. So, you know, he retired from the uh, Federal Bureau of Prisons. And um, he was a really nice guy. Though. All, all the guys from my hometown used to always tell me, yo, your pops is like one of the good ones, bro. He's like a decent person. Like everybody else, hey, damn them pigs, you know, but not pops. He was just, he just wasn't a, not a bad guy. And he just was like, you know, but he did what he had to do to provide for his five kids. So, um, with that being said, the prison industrial complex, I'm not a fan of at all. All right. So there's a lot of people that I feel like is in prison that shouldn't be in prison. So I'm all for letting nonviolent offenders, drug People who probably sold drugs or some shit like that, like let uh, let them out before all this shit happened, because the laws were already skewed against our people anyway. Let no should have been let out. Most of them should even be doing twenty years of life for possession of a controlled substance, whether it be crack, you get life, and cocaine, motherfuckers get out in five years. So the the laws were already skewed against black people anyway. So I'm not a fan of the prison industrial complex. Let's get that straight. So I'm going to be probably biased. I'm like, let them all out. Fuck that. But how do you feel about it? 347-934-0966. That's the number of Dallas' show. Because that's happening. That's happening. And it's been controversial. And some people are down for it. And some people don't. They're like, nah. Because they might let the wrong one out. And they go out there and do some crazy shit again. Also, there's a question of you letting them out. Where are they going to go? Some of them may end up homeless, and that whole situation with the homeless population in, in the middle of all this is a show in and of itself. I could do a whole show on the homeless population during all this. Two hours I could talk about it. Seriously. But what do you think about the inmates being released in the middle of the quarantine? See, Renee, what do you think about that? What, what do you think about that? How do you feel about it? Um, I think I'm I'm just kind of up in the air about it because number one, I do think it depends on uh, what they were convicted of. Uh, so I think that should be uh, a factor. I think uh, along with that, you know, time served, 
you know, how much, how long have they been in there or how long, how much time do they have, that sort of thing should be considered. And then of those that are uh, possibly eligible to be released, I think they should all get tested. And, you know, and then, say again? I, no, I'm de- listen, nobody comes out that hasn't, that, that's, that's positive. And, and here's, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, okay, so let me be clear. If you test positive, before you get out, you got to get tested. I, I, why would we let more people back out? If you test positive, you just going to have to yeah, hang out. Fucking reckless as hell. So, yeah, if you already got it, you you done, fam. You ain't getting out. You, you, now, now, we need to treat them like human beings, get them to the infirmary, right. make sure they get care, right. give them a fair shot. But if we're going to be honest, if we got a shortage of ventilators because we got a moron running the country, right? right. You know what I'm saying? Who gets the ventilator first? Let me ask you this, C. Renee. Let me ask you this, people listening on Instagram. Who gets the ventilator first? Uh, 70-something-year-old inmate or a 30-something-year-old person that's free? 30-something-year-old person generally should be okay, but he's doing bad. Maybe he needs the ventilator. 76-year-old person really probably going to die, but he's the inmate. Who gets the ventilator, C. Renee? Oh, that sucks. Are they, are they both? They're both sick. They're both tested positive. Yeah, they're both sick. They both need a ventilator. Who getting the ventilator? Who you giving it to? Uh, yeah. So, um. Yeah. Yeah. If I was, if I was tasked to make that decision. There'd be some sort of factors. Unfortunately, age might be a factor. Also, the fa- uh, I'd have to know what the 70-something-year-old do in prison did. Um, <laughs> I would have to know if he's been around other people that were, that were also sick. You know what I mean? So, like, if he's sick and, like, everybody here around sick, then, I mean, I don't know how that whole situation works. And same for the other person. If, like, you and your entire household, y'all are all sick. And this, it, that's 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 touchy. I don't even want. I don't. I'm so glad I don't make those decisions. <laughs> One of my uh, someone's. I only got. I don't have that many people listening to the talk segment on Instagram. But uh, let me see. Uh, Neil Neil Millery. I think that's how you say their name. They say the 70 year old, the 70 year old convict inmate should get it, not the 30 something year old free person. Why do you feel Did that they way? They give a reason. I don't know. But if you, I, I see you over there still listening. Please let me know and feel free to call into the show. Me too. I would love to know why you thought that. I, would, I just would like to hear what your what what your uh what your thought process was behind that because that's tough. You know, seventy something in prison, thirty something free. I mean, how do you make that call? You do like two face and flip a coin. You hold a lottery. I mean, what? Hold on, I'm gonna put the number up there so people can call in. Oh nine six six. It's up there already. I'm oh, on the Instagram. Oh, talking about on Instagram. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I put the number up there in case they want to call in and, and tell me exactly why they feel like that 70 year old uh, inmate should get treated before that 30 year old person that's out here in the world. Hey, I mean, I would uh, love Sam, to know why. Yeah, I, I want to know. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's a question, and I asked that question because I saw it posed in an article, um, and just just to kind of piggyback off this whole topic. But please feel free to let us know, or you can type it in there. Uh, they say because he's older and the chances of him living. So they're saying the inmate should get it because he's older. But then again, he's older, 
So he's already lived most of his life, right? And whatever for whatever for whatever, whatever he's decisions he's made in life, he's in prison at seventy. Correct. Prison at seventy something. Eh. Correct. Oh, you 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 probably did some did some dirt if you in prison at that. It did some what most might consider some unforgivable dirt. So that's probably why you you knew seventy something is still in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but they say it's because he's older. Which obviously the older person needs it, but the thirty-four-year-old person, they need the ventilator because they may have some sort of underlying condition and they haven't. They're not an inmate. So right, and it it would all if that same seventy person, if that same seventy-something person was free, and the thirty-something person was free, you know, we looking at a different, we looking at something totally different then. But him being seventy-something and incarcerated is almost a tell in itself. Saying that he's that old, incarcerated, which means automatically makes you say, "Well, what the hell did you do that you but still in here at something? He's a human being. I don't know. It's a tough question. Hold on, stand by, see Renee. Stand by real quick. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm go to a couple of more callers uh, on this. Hold on a second. Hold on. All right. Stand by, see Renee. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me. Uh, area code seven six five. Four six two. What's up? Welcome to K one hundred Radio. Who's this? Hey, it's Shelly again. I had to hang up because my grandbaby told, had to call me and tell me good night. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you What do you yes. think about? Hey, the, you think we should let the inmates out, Shelly? No, I don't. I don't think they let. I don't think they should let anybody die. And that seventy year old inmate could have went to prison six months ago for, you know, whatever child support, something crazy like that. You know what I mean? Um. I worked in two prisons, and have you seen the video of the offender videoing the, inside the prison of a guy laying on the bed dying and stuff? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one too. I yeah, started that's to, crazy. I started to share that one, but you have to you have to physically see that one more to kind of get it more. So, so I decided to just opt out to another news story where they talk more for the people that may be listening on the broadcast. But yeah, I actually saw that one too. Um, on um uh, on social media, so I did see that one too. I, I saw the person that was when the guy was dying and everything, but 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 should they even should they be letting the inmates out? So you saying they should let the inmates out too? That's sick, or before they even get sick? Some of them aren't sick. They no. want to get out before they even get sick. So should they let them out before they even get sick? No, because to me, I think that they should be testing the COs and the and the prison staff because they're the only people that in, that could bring that in there to them because they're not having visits right now. So yeah. why are they not testing the COs and the staff instead of letting the offenders out? Because prison should be the safest place there is for them right now. I, you know what? That but makes sense. That makes sense. But there, it's not because, A, we don't have enough tests. And we weren't prepared yep. for this pandemic. And we know who's responsible for a lot of these issues that were going on as a nation. Because we're look back at the person who disbanded the pandemic team. <laughs> like a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. and, so, and, so yeah, you know, we got all that going on. So we don't have enough tests. So right, because all these rich people are getting tested. Tom Hanks and his wife got they're rich. tested. They're rich, Jelly. You think they got tested? They're yeah. rich. This is America. They're rich. They are rich. That's why they got the test. They're rich. That's why the yep. NBA players get the test. They're rich. This is America. This is a capitalist yep. country. All right. And so rich people yeah. get shit. We get shit as normal people. And that's the American way. I don't know what to tell anybody who it's feels true. any different. Facts. It is you the know? truth. It's the fact. Yeah. 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 Stand by, Shelly. 
Stand by. All right. The number to dial to the show. By all means, please dial in. We got about 10 to 15 minutes left in the show. But I got to ask everybody else, how do you feel about the inmates? Wallace. Hey, yo, Wallace, you still there? Yes, sir. I am still here. All right, man. So tell me how you feel about letting the inmates out even before they even before they even test positive to stop them from testing positive because this is happening. Should we be letting inmates out of jail and prison? And on top of that, we're not even arresting new people unless it's serious. Is this a, is, is this a good course of action, or should we be trying to get the inmate uh, the COs tested like Shelly said? What do you think? Man, this is crazy. I never use the N word. Notice I said the N word, but yo. Master gonna let niggas free from slavery out of jail so he can't do his business? Are we kidding here? Master gonna let his people free, his his hard workers out of jail. My question is a lot of times is where they gonna go, how they gonna work, and where they gonna where, where like some of them that's in jail they have no relatives or they can't come back to the homes that they were in depending on the circumstance. So right. it's, gonna, it's a double-edged sword. If you say you let all the mofos go, right or wrong, you let like 5,000 go. They can't go nowhere. They can't do nothing. And are they really test? This is the thing. Conspiracy theory number one. Are mm-hmm. they going to really test all these people and let them free? Or are they going to pretend so it can spread more? Because you know they get with their family. All family members going to want to see the person. Slap high yep. five. Hey, you've been locked for five years. It's nice to see you. Now they passing it. So now you let Possible. me free to pass it on. Or yeah. Cheat. So Possible. now you're in a conundrum. Yeah. I Listen, 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 Wallace. I am not. I Listen, and I. I got to say this. I I done told y'all y'all know how I feel about some of these conspiracy theories, right? I can't even take it with you five G people no more. You flat earthers, some of you just getting to my <laughs> damn nerves. But but I'm, but, I just said that just but no 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 hold up Wallace hold up Wallace hold up hold up but but that's a really serious viable quote unquote conspiracy that makes sense given the history of this country, the same country that. Literally let the CIA give us crack to give us a dick on crack, pop it off of it to finance a war down in South America. That that government, that those guys, the same ones that gave us syphilis in the Tuskegee experiment, this country, these guys, okay, it's very plausible that these guys could literally be saying, Let the inmates out because we don't really give a shit where they're going. We just want them out of here. And we know they don't have nowhere to go. All they're gonna do is go back home to their family and kill more people. It's the same, but see, but once you, but once you subscribe, the problem with subscribing to that theory, Wallace, is that you let all the rest of the bullshit theories jump in. You feel what I'm saying? All the you can't exactly. You can't. You if you if you're okay with that conspiracy theory, then you got the you you almost slick opening the door for everybody who feels like. You're letting the door open for the black people can't get it, for the 5G people, you know what I'm saying, for the people who they giving it to us, for to the man-made, they gave it to us. That's why they letting it spread in the hood. People, like, you're opening up the door to, like, everybody. Pandora. If you admit that, but it's, it's plausible. It's plausible. Right. You op- I'm opening up the door for pan- pandemic COVID. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pandora's okay. COVID virus. But <laughs> that, um, yeah. All right. But the thing I, is, that's that's how I feel. If they got, cause think about it, they wouldn't let all these people out on normal circumstances. I'm just going with the the, the yeah. whole on the the whole thing. They wouldn't normally let people out. Jails right. are na- nasty and dirty anyway. There's yeah. many diseases. Look, I was locked up for four days because I I was yelling basically. I'm telling I'm God, I was yelling. At my ex-wife because she lied to my daughter I don't play with my kids like everybody else I, I was yelling, I'm in Virginia So we already know I went to, I went, I got locked up At uh, Rappahannock here in Virginia Cats was in there like Yo, don't drink this, don't touch that You might catch this, you might I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on They're like, yo, this and that Be careful, you can't do, You can't, you sleep on this You're gonna catch that, I'm like, yo this is crazy. <laughs> I was in there like, catch what? I was like, I was worried about somebody trying me. Staff uh, infection, cra- staff infection, right? I was, all kinds of you can catch. But this is this is this is. But they're gonna. This is different. This is. And why is it different? I don't know. I mean, you're, you're you're bringing up valid points, Wallace. I don't know why this epidemic would be different. Why 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 right now? They would decide to well, this is serious enough to let prisoners out of jail unless they wanted them to go out and give it to. I don't know. Listen, exactly. So it's maybe. both. Ed- you may be onto um, something. You may be onto something. I don't know. It's, it's a double-edged sword with that. Even if you don't believe that's why they're doing it, they being nice. Think about it. The Thirteenth Amendment says, in a nutshell, you are saved once you get arrested. So now they're gonna let all the all them billionaires and millionaires gonna let all these people go so they can stop making any money on the side? Come on, man, let's be serious. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, Wallace. Now you got now you just took it to a whole nother level. Hold on. <laughs> K one hundred radio. You are tuned to the K one hundred radio, hip hop and R and B. Maybe. Maybe Wallace is on to something. Let me go back to this two eight one number. They never did answer the phone. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I said they just listened on the phone lines. We're going to just go ahead and keep pushing past them. Uh, Brandy, uh, Executive Studios, what do you guys think about these, these prisoners being released? We got like five Man, minutes Man, I mean, there's, there's, there's a couple different ways that could go. It depends on what they're actually, uh, what they were jailed for, like how much time they got left. If they were to be released, it would have to be for like a nonviolent crime, you know, something for just like marijuana possession or sales or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, 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 it's strange though. Like you'd have to, you'd have to let them out and know that they were already not testing, testing positive for, for COVID. And once they're released, where are they going to go? Like, how are they going to be able to get the things that they need if they don't have somewhere to be able to stay with family or anything like that? And they're not going to qualify for any kind of government assistance. And then you're also asking somebody who's been in, in forced quarantine to be able to be released and go right back into a quarantine. So I I don't know. It's it's <laughs> interesting. Who gets that ventilator? Who gets that ventilator? Um, I mean, there was a lot of good points that were made on that. Um, it de- it depends on it depends on the, the the crime and the conviction. If I, I I'm a firm believer in being able to help our elderly. Die. Seventy year old man is gonna die. He's probably gonna die. Give him the ventilator, right? No. I mean, I, I believe in being able to support our elderly. They, you know, they, they should be able to live. But once you're, when, I mean, 
I don't know. That, that's actually that's a really tough question. I mean, the younger one, if they've been able to get their mind right and they were to get released and um, they were able to save their life, I mean, they might be able to go on to do some good in the world. Maybe. Or maybe they just deserved everything they're getting because they're in prison and they're not human anymore. We don't. That's, that's that could not, be that's, true for the elderly, too. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's, that's, that's the the literal night and day comparison. All right, thank you for uh, hanging out with us tonight. I appreciate you guys. Listen, I wish you guys well uh, well down there, um, you know, in Tampa. Listen, I hope you guys, you know, can um, come out of this on top. And I hope you guys, you know, you know, after this is over, you know, wish you guys well with the business. And, um, you know, tell your husband, you know, uh, Godspeed, you know, make sure that he stays safe down there. And, you know, thank hey. Thank you. We appreciate that. Listen, listen, those, those, those motherfuckers down there. They want to come up to your studio, trying to throw parties and shit. The hell with that. All right. And I'm telling you. I heard. <laughs> put them on the block. Nope. No, no answer. Block. Block the number. They don't deserve to be in there anyway. They may come back and rob you later. All right. Just thank you for hanging out with us. <laughs> yeah. All right. They may come back and rob them later, fam. Listen, thanks to you guys that hung out with us and talked to us real quick over here on the um on the Instagram live. You know, our talk segments, man, we're trying to build these back up, man. Like, you know, they're, they're definitely not doing the numbers that Ill or Kill does. And that's okay right now um, because, you know, we just want to get we just want to get you guys back acclimated to what we started at. Um, this has been another uh, Points of View segment over here at K100 Radio. And like I said before, I, you know, I, I end the show and, and close it out. I just want to let you guys know that, you know, we started before we started doing 24-7 music and everything on the broadcast. This is the basis of where K100 Radio actually came from, fam. So I appreciate you guys for checking in over here on Facebook. Thank you guys for checking in over here on Instagram Live. Um, please go to our website, k100radio.com. Uh, it's been completely revamped. So if you haven't been over there in a minute, uh, please go over there and just just go check the site out. See what we got. Uh, we got more information. Uh, we've got m- a ton of more stuff that we're going to do, but we're just really getting started. Um, but just go check it out. If you haven't been over to K1Radio.com to see what's new, um, we've got um, our Seriously Spinworthy uh, music playlist on Spotify. We're getting that jumping really right now. We've been updating it like crazy. The rotation has been updated like crazy. You've got the featured artist section over there on the page. But the, for the points of view segment, the talk segment, we've got to bring that back and get that back of esteem that we've been able to garner um, being a, a music known for being a music broadcast because we didn't start that way. We started with an even balance of talk and music and then we just got way all deep into the music industry and that's all we were known for and I'm, I'm, I want to fix that. I promised myself I would fix that in 2020 and this quarantine has frankly given me the free time to be able to change the website to be able to help and start this talk segment back up with to make sure that everybody understands that yo, we like to we like to talk and, and we like to talk about politics and society and all of that. That's the K One Radio brand is not just music. All right, I've had to update the logo and everything to reflect everything back because I even changed the logo to hip hop and R and B and listen, music, talk, live events when everything everything pops back off. All right, interviews. We got an interview tomorrow. Really dope artist, Picasso V. Check that out. Tomorrow, we're doing a direct line interview at 7 o'clock p.m. I hope you guys can tune in and check that out. 
It's a really nice record that he's got. Dope uh, video. We're going to show the video on the Facebook live feed. So if you can tune in on Facebook, please tune in tomorrow at 7 for the Picasso V uh, direct line interview. All right. This is, we're getting back to our interviews and everything. So everything is ramping back up. All right. Everything is ramping back up for Cable 100 Radio. So just welcome back. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the ride. Please let me know um, if, they, if you see anything that we can improve. Uh, shoot me a message or something like that. Uh, we're going to be adding tons of more content. The podcast, um, if you missed any parts of this uh, Points of View segment, uh, you can check out the replay on uh, YouTube, uh, on our Spotify podcast, or on our SoundCloud page. All right, So you can find uh, the whole two-hour show uh, on our podcast uh, archives. All right, So uh, follow our podcast on Spotify. If you're a SoundClouder, check us out over there. If you're a YouTuber, subscribe to the page, and uh, you'll be able to find all of this content over there uh, briefly. So thank you guys for tuning in to K100 Radio. Again, I am your host, Blizzom. You are right. tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. And uh, just thank you guys for rocking out with us over here at K100 Radio. Uh, we really appreciate it, all right? Uh, we're going to get ready to go back into the course. If you listen to the broadcast, uh, the music will come right back on and trigger right back. So, listen, thank you guys for rocking with us. Catch us tomorrow. And then Illa Kill is Wednesday. All right. So we're still doing the music review. We, every, everything is we, – we're clicking on all cylinders now. But please, by all means, check out K100Radio.com. I'm out, fam. You dig? We gone. K100, you bad K-100, you bad You already know. No. You already know. <laughs> Every Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, Jay Harris brings the hottest new music, the liveest interviews, and the best indie artists to the A&R choice. To submit music or to guest DJ, hit them at putmeonk100 at gmail.com. That's putmeonk100 at gmail.com. Yeah, I said it. You are tuned to K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. I just want to feel the vibes, you know? It's like um, smoking and rhyming and collecting pretty much. Blowing singing on the paper chase, trying to hear the jewel if it's something that I could take away. We could be in the race, bet you that I'm a breakaway. You ain't got a place if anybody could take your place. The jewel kicker, the cool nigga. I'm too smart to try to fool with you. You know hard knocks up in the school with you. You run in the jungle and keep a tool with you. Relax, you know. Feel my lighter from me. I don't mind, nigga. None to see in the bus I fear. Stop. I've been searching for the change like it's bus I fear. But you wouldn't get my method with the blood clot, yeah. If I came from the dirt, is it mud I wear? Since I came from the dirt, is it mud I shed? If you ever cross me, it's your blood I wear. Cause I cut a nigga up, then cut out here. Yeah.